Next Chapter Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Join Play On Premium to get merch like t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, playwrights, and directors who brought it all to life. Go to ncpodcasts.com and subscribe to Play On Premium to support the art and the artists. Next Chapter Podcast presents the Play On Podcast series, The Tempest. Episode 1. What's this? Moody? For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. And remember, we are such stuff as dreams are made on. down, good man. Calm I will down. when the ocean does. Move! Fellow, let me remind you whom you have on board. <laughs> no one I love more than myself. It's Alonso, king of Naples, you dog. What do these raging seas care about some king? God rot your lungs, you falling, blasphemous, obnoxious cur! You want to sink us all? Shut your yap or get to work yourself! Down with the top bass, lads! Go! Lower! 
King and his son, Ferdinand, are at their prayers. Have you seen the captain? Another of them for you this time? Herr Gonzala, chief advisor to the king. What are you doing? Can you save the ship? An advisor, are you? Why don't you advise the weather to calm down and we won't pull another rope? If you can't, go to your cabin. Thank God you've lived this long and get ready for what's next. It could be bad. And it could be soon. Like you mean it, lads! Oh, pray for your souls! Save us, Lord! Come, Gonzala. Let's be with the king. Oh, not yet. Oh, there's hope still. Lay her about, Bolson. Lay her about! About! Captain's orders! Lay her off! Oh, Antonia, I like this fellow. I don't see him as the type who drowns. More likely, he'll end up on land in a hangman's noose. Oh, dear Lady Luck, please save him for death on the gallows. The rope that dooms him will be our lifeline. Still here, you two? For God's sake, out of our way and get below. You want us to stop working and go to the bottom? To hell with you all! Cheated out of our lives by a crew of drunkards and this rascal with his big mouth. And you, Bosun, oh, to see you lie drowning till ten tides have washed over you. Quick, come, get below! Stop! Stop! Mercy on us! We're breaking up! We're breaking up! I will be done, O oh Lord, but please, I would much prefer a dry death. Father? Yes, Miranda. If by your magic powers, dearest father, you have put the wild waters in this roar, calm them! Oh, I have suffered with those I saw suffer. A lovely vessel, which surely had some noble creatures in her, dashed all to pieces. Poor souls, they perished! Calm now, no more astonishment. Tell your grieving heart there's no harm done. But oh, those poor people! No harm! All I have done, I did for love of you. You, my dear one. You, my daughter, who know nothing of my past or what you are. I am not the person you think I am. Merely your father, Prospero, master of this drab little hovel and nothing more. It never entered my mind there was more to know. There is much more, and the time has come when you must hear it. Help me and pluck my robe of power from me. I have it. So lie there, my magic. Sit. Compose yourself. Good. The frightening spectacle, the shipwreck that froze your heart and brought tears to your eyes, all that was so conceived and staged by me, so safely managed, that though you heard screams of terror, saw a ship sink, not a single life was lost. But, Father, No, I... don't look out there. There is more to this story. 
You have often begun to tell me something, some story about myself. But always you stopped and left me with more questions than answers, putting me off with, wait, not yet. The waiting is over. The hour has come. So listen, pay attention, and obey. Can you remember a time before we came to live in this hut? I do not think you can, for then you were barely three years old. Certainly, sir, I can. How? What sticks in your memory? Tell me. It's far off. More like a dream than a memory. Did I not have four or five women once who took care of me? You did. And more. Oh. Twelve years ago, Miranda. Twelve years ago, your father was Duke of Milan and a powerful prince. Sir, are you not my father? Your mother was the soul of virtue, and she said you were my daughter. And your father was Duke of Milan, and by succession yourself, his only child, a true-born princess. Oh, heavens. What happened? Were we betrayed? Is that how we came here? Or was it a blessing that we did? Both, both, my girl. Betrayed, as you say, and heaved out of Milan, but brought here by blessed good fortune. Oh, my heart bleeds to think I reminded you of these bad things. Tell me more, please. My sister, your aunt, her name is Antonia. Whatever you do, never forget that a sister can be so two-faced. My own sister. Someone I loved more than anyone in the world after you. Someone to whom I turned over all my power as Duke. You see, at that time among all the principalities, Milan was foremost, and I, Prospero, was preeminent, much respected, far above my peers in learning. But I grew out of touch with affairs of state, being so wrapped up in my occult studies. Are you listening? Sir, to every word. You were saying Antonia, your sister. Yes. And as for governing, I left that to her. Your aunt, that traitor. Once she had mastered the art of how to grant favors, how to withhold them, whom to promote, and whom to demote if they got above themselves, those who had once been loyal to me, she molded into puppets loyal to her. Your mind is somewhere else. No, good sir, not at all. Listen, mock me. So there I was, in my solitary room, neglecting worldly matters, delving ever deeper into my magic studies. And all this time, Antonia was enriching herself, not only with the revenue that flowed to her by virtue of her title, but with whatever else she could extract in her name. Until the time came when she actually believed that she, not I, was Duke of Milan, with absolute power. Are you listening? Your tale, sir, would cure deafness. Now, my sister thinks me unfit to govern, not worldly enough, and so she goes in secret, so parched was she with thirst for power, to the king of Naples, Alonso, who is my longtime enemy. She promises Naples, Alonso, annual tribute. And for the first time in our history, oh, poor Milan, 
bends the knee of our state in a most disgraceful groveling. Oh, heavens. A king of Naples listens to what my sister seeks from him, which is that he should quickly move to uproot me and hand over our beautiful city of Milan, the title of duke, the right to govern everything, to my sister, Antonia. In exchange, Antonia is to swear an oath of loyalty to Naples and pay Alonzo who knows how much in tribute. Done. Agreed. An army of traitors was raised. And on a midnight chosen for the purpose, Antonia opened the gates of the city. And in the dead of darkness, some hired thugs snatched me and your crying self out of there. Oh, why did they not do away with us that very night? Yeah, they dared not. So deep was the love my people bore me, they could not set a mark so bloody on the business, but painted their crime over with prettier colors. Then they hurry us on board a ship, not rigged with tackle, sail, or mass, even the rats instinctively have quit it, and launch us on the ocean. Oh, mercy. Oh, what a trouble I was to you then. No. You were a cherub who saved my life. Hmm? You smiled utterly fearless and aroused in me a resolve to bear up against whatever was to come. <laughs> How did we reach the shore? By divine providence. We had some food and fresh water which a noble citizen of Naples, out of the goodness of her heart, left for us. Her name was Gonzala. She packed rich garments, linens, provisions, and other necessities for us. And knowing I loved my books, she supplied me from my own library volumes of magic, which I prize above my dukedom. If only I could meet that Gonzala someday. That day has come. A good day for me. We arrived on this island, and here, as your instructor, I have done more for you than other princes can, who spend more time on frivolous pursuits and less on mindful teachers for their pupils. The heavens thank you for it. And now, if you please, sir, your reason for creating the sea storm. I will tell you this much. By a most strange circumstance, Lady Luck, who is now my good friend, has kindly steered my enemies to this shore. I must seize the chance she offers, or stay marooned here forever. But sir, how will you arrange it? You alone, one man... Enough. No more question. You are inclined to sleep. You feel drowsy. That is good. Give in to it. I know you cannot resist. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Hi, I'm Sally Kate Holmes, Managing Director at Next Chapter Podcasts, here to tell you about another show we think you'll be excited about. Do you love discussing art, creativity, and arts industries? If so, you've got to listen to The Artist's Blend. It's a new weekly podcast that invites artists of all kinds to expand their artistry, explore creativity, and engage industry. Whether you're an actor, a cinematographer, a visual artist, musician, whatever, you'll love this show. Co-hosts Austin and Easton delve into topics like what makes a story worth telling, the methodologies and spiritualities of songwriting, their own audition stories from the musical theater industry, and more. Each episode of The Artist's Blend is a unique and intimate look into the creative process, with plenty of stories, insights, and laughs along the way. Oh, and every episode, they sample a different brew of coffee while they talk from fresh roast-to-order coffee companies. So grab your mug and get listening. The Artist's Blend is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Come here, my Ariel. Come. Nearer. I am ready now. Nearer, Ariel, come. Hail to you, great master. Great sir, hail. I come to perform whatever your heart desires. Be it to fly, to swim, to dive into fire. To ride on the twisting clouds. Task Ariel and all her powers with your stern command. Spirit, have you created the Tempest exactly as I conceived it? No mistakes? To the last detail, I boarded the King of Naples' ship. One moment on the prow, the next midships. The next on the deck. Sometimes I'd split myself in pieces and burn in many places. The top mast, the yard arm, the bowsprit. Everywhere a separate flame. Then I'd gather myself again into one single roaring blaze. My trusty spirit, who was so brave, so resolute, that they could stay calm amid the pandemonium? Not a soul. <laughs> they felt their senses real. They twitched and jerked their limbs in panic. All except the crew plunged in the foaming brine and abandoned ship, which by then was ablaze from stem to stern with me. The king's son, first. 
Ferdinand, his hair standing on end, was the first to jump, screaming. <gasps> Hell is empty, and all the devils are here. But are they safe, Ariel? Not a hair out of place. Not a stain on their garments, which are all intact and fresher than before. And, as you instructed, I have dispersed them about the island. Some here, some there. I brought the king's son, Ferdinand ashore by himself and left him all alone, cooling the air with sighs. The crew of the king's ship. How did you arrange that? The king's ship is safely moored in a deep bay. She's hidden there, her crew all stowed below hatches, asleep under a spell. Ariel, you have performed your duties perfectly, but there is more. What time of day is it? Past noon. By at least two hours. Every minute between now and six must be spent most carefully by us both. More drudgery? Since you heap all this work on me, let me remind you what you have promised, which so far I have not received from you. What's this, moody? What is it you can demand? <gasps> My liberty. Before the time is up? If it please you, consider this. I have done you worthy service, told you no lies, made no mistakes, served without grudge or grumblings, in recompense for which you promised to let me go a full year early. Do you forget what a torment I freed you from? No. You do. You think it a hardship to tread the ooze of the salt sea, to run upon the sharp north wind, to toil for me in the veins of the earth when it is baked with frost. I do not, sir. You lie, malignant thing. Have you forgotten the foul witch Sycorax, who had grown into a hoop with age and envy? Have you forgotten her? No, sir. You have. Once a month I have to remind you what you used to be, which you forget. This damned witch, Sycorax, was banished from Algiers for all kinds of mischiefs and sorceries too horrible to describe. They would have put her to death, but for one thing. True or not? True, sir. This blue-eyed hag was with child. They brought her here, and here the sailors left her. You, Ariel, as you told me yourself, were then her servant. And being by nature a spirit too delicate to carry out her brutish commands, you refused. I did. Beside herself with rage, she conjured up a spell that caged you in a split pine tree. There you stayed imprisoned in agony a dozen years. Meanwhile, she died and left you there cranking out your groans as fast as mill wheels strike. At the time, this island could not boast a single human shape, except that thing she spawned here, her mottled, hag-born whelp. Caliban, 
Her son. Yes, that Caliban. Whom now I keep to serve me. You know best what torment I found you in. It was a torment fit for the damned, which Sycorax could not undo. It was my magic power when I arrived and heard your cries that forced open the pine tree and let you out. Any more complaints and I will tear open an oak tree and wedge you in its gnarled entrails till you have howled away twelve winters. <gasps> Obey instantly and you will earn your freedom. Pardon, Master. I will do my spiriting without a murmur. Do so. And after two days... I will discharge you. <laughs> That's my noble master. What shall I do? Say the word. What shall I do? Go. Disguise yourself as a sea nymph. Oh, a sea nymph? Oh. <laughs> Be invisible except to yourself and me. I want no one to see you. In this shape, come back here. Go to work. Much more magic to be done. Crimes to be paid for. And for my Miranda. What, sir? You shall see. Obey instantly and you will earn your freedom. Off with you. It shall be done as quick as thought. And so, it begins. Wake up, my dear. Miranda, wake up. You've slept well. Wake up. Mm -hmm. oh, oh. Oh, your story was so strange. <laughs> I could not keep my eyes open. Shake off your drowsiness. Mm. More strange things to come. Look. Over there. <gasps> what do you see? Uh, uh, I cannot say. Uh, a spirit? <laughs> or some new being you conjured up? Oh, tell me! Father, tell me! <sighs> the Play On podcast series, The Tempest, was written by William Shakespeare and translated into modern English verse by Kenneth Cavender. All episodes were directed by Andy Wolk. The cast is as follows. Prospero, J.O. Sanders. Miranda, Kim Wan. Ariel and Juno, Kuhu Verma. Caliban, Greg Muscala. Ferdinand, Greg Cuyar. Alonzo, Kevin Kilner. Antonia, Jordan Baker. Sebastian, Anthony Cochran. Gonzala, Marianne Plunkett. Stefano, Brent Jennings. Trinculo, Barzin Akavan. Bosin, Ceres, and others, Paco Tolson. Iris, Nancy Rodriguez. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Julie Foe. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Catherine Eaton. 
Original music by Lawrence Schrag. Music editor, Miles Bergsma. Sound design and mix by Lindsay Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keys. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The managing director of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcast is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play On Podcast series, The Tempest, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play On Podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play On Shakespeare. Hear more about Play On Shakespeare podcast series by subscribing to Play On Premium at ncpodcasts.com, where you'll find interviews with artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, we are such stuff as dreams are made on. Next Chapter Podcasts.